attention, it's Joe time. I can't believe it. Oh, Mike. I was on TV! Gentlemen, my lady, you will always remember this as the day that you almost caught Captain Jack. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that it was all started by a month. podcast we are a monthly podcast that discusses everything in the vast disney universe including marvel pixar lucasfilm espn abc muppets everything that we can uh, think of and uh, I'd, I'd like to welcome you to our episode 16 um, i am your host joey and um thank you for listening and in if you want to share our show with any friends, any fellow Disney lovers, <clears throat> you can uh, send them to uh, iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. And um, and if you're following us already, go ahead and uh, subscribe uh, and leave us a review if you would be so kind. I would highly appreciate it. And it also helps people find us um, all over the uh, different podcasters that there are. And... Um, Yes, we are here at the end of October, and um, let's get to some news. Uh, it's been a—we're not a big uh, a news show. Uh, we're we're mostly for entertainment and banter, but um, you know, once in a while, we try to talk a little bit about what's going on in uh, the Disney universe. And it's been kind of a busy time for uh, <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, people in the Disneyland Resort community. Now, first of all, uh, according to Disney Parks blog, um, we will be celebrating Pixar Fest at the Disneyland Resort starting April 13th, 2018, and uh, that'll be at both the parks. Uh, later on in the summer, the Pixar Pier will be opening up at Disney California Adventure, but at the uh, Disneyland Resort, uh, we'll That'll be getting a lot of the main stuff, including a new fireworks show, which will be called Together Forever, a Pixar Nighttime Spectacular. And that'll include uh, um, projections very similar to the uh, 60th anniversary fireworks show where there was projections onto the castle, uh, Main Street, USA buildings, along with the Rivers of America screens that they use for Fantasmic, and its small world castle. So um, that'll be pretty exciting. Uh, to see a Pixar-themed fireworks show. And also, uh, coming to the Disneyland Resort, um, Pixar Play Parade will be moving from DCA to uh, Disneyland, and uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, it's been a fan-favorite parade at DCA for you know for a couple years now, and they will actually be adding a few new floats, uh, including the, the famous Pixar lamp, Luxo Jr., I believe that's the name of the lamp, or is that the ball? Oh, anyway, but there will be—I'm guessing that'll be the head of the uh, float or the parade. Will be maybe an animatronic uh, Pixar lamp, and also be having a, a float for Up and Inside Out. So that sounds pretty exciting. Uh, I'm guessing that'll probably be a daytime and nighttime parade uh, coming, and then at DCA. Uh, the return of Paint the Night will be coming back to the Disneyland Resort. And there's already been a couple Pixar floats to Paint the Night, such as the uh, Cars float, um, I think the Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. So uh, they haven't announced what it is, but there will be a new, brand new Pixar float uh, added to Paint the Night, and um, which is pretty exciting. I, I'm really looking forward to seeing I, I love that parade. It's a great upgrade to the uh, Main Street Electrical Parade. So, uh, once again, that'll be coming to DCA April 18th. And at both parks, we'll be having um, new character meet and greets, uh, of course, merchandise, probably different food offerings, and uh, more entertainment. So, uh, look for more details to come over the following months 
for uh, Pixar Fest and Pixar Pier uh, coming 2018. And let's see where we at. We're uh, a week away from Thor Ragnarok being released. And some of the early reviews are it is one of Marvel's funniest movies. Uh, it's a great action flick. And I've heard from give or fuck take five or six different sources that just this movie is just amazing so uh, that's that'll be opening up real soon here uh as of the end of october i think one more week uh november 2nd i believe uh so be sure to check out thor ragnarok then later on closer to thanksgiving a uh, coco will be coming out so a lot of the press screenings uh for that's happening right now and um one of the big news uh, that's been coming out, still sticking with the Disneyland Resort, is the uh, um, new hotel announcement along with the cancellation of Run Disney Races at the Disneyland Resort uh, in 2018. And to break down, I guess, both those stories a little bit better, I wanted to bring a friend of the show back um, who's really big on the Run Disney Races, our good friend, uh, Russell Flores. All right, so I'm happy to be joined uh, by a good friend of the show, um, author of Seen Unseen Disneyland and more Seen Unseen Disneyland, an avid Run Disney runner, uh, Russell Flores. Russell, uh, how you doing today? Thank you for uh, coming to the show. Great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely. And um, so once all this news, uh, actually, when it started kind of off as rumors about uh, Run Disney canceling. Uh, 2018 then it was finally announced uh, about a week and a half ago by the Run Disney site and uh, I really wanted to get a hold of you since you do a lot of these races both uh, coast um, so um, before we get to the uh, what you think about the announcement uh, can you just give us a little history on your uh, your race experiences and like how you know how much you enjoy these races or what, what you think so, about Run Disney in general so uh, I think it was 2011, uh, my wife suddenly announced one day that she and her friend were going to do a half marathon. And I, I grew up running. I ran in high school and a little bit in college, uh, not for the, the university, but just on my own. And so I've always run. And I was thinking, I have never had a desire to run a, a marathon. All my friends had, but I just never had. And I was thinking, man, half marathon, that's a long ways. And, and she's not a runner. So they went, uh, you know, we, we had a trip and, you know, just watching the whole thing. It was it was really cool to watch the whole thing. And then they came back just spouting of all the wonderful stuff that had happened during the race and what a great time they had had. And so that kind of planted the seed in my head. You know, maybe maybe this is something I want to do. So uh, the following year, I actually signed up and I just had a great time. And ever since then, I've done at least one race a year. So I, I, you know, I'm not back to when Run Disney actually started way back when, but, you know, I've been doing it for several years now. Um, you know, my favorite ones to do are the superheroes, the Star Wars and the Star Wars Dark Side are, are the ones I typically do. And it's just, just a really fun event to be at. Yeah, and going back to that, like, um, I've never done a half marathon, but I, I did participate in the... Uh, the first or the inaugural uh, Avengers uh, race, the 5K, and that, like you said, it, I mean, just starting from the expo to, uh, you know, when you're in the corrals, everybody's just all energized, and and at the time that was the first like non princessy foo foo race I guess Disneyland had, so it was it was really cool. Everybody was uh, excited, and plus it was like. You get the Christmas decorations and the superhero decorations in November, and I, like like you said, when you watched uh, your wife the first time, I also watched the Star Wars race. I was supposed to run in that one also, but I didn't get to. But I still enjoyed the uh, atmosphere of it, and um, yeah, it looks like I mean, Run Disney really does. I mean, they do a great job. Uh, they they bring people uh, that wouldn't normally do something like this, and just kind of gets them out of that, I guess racing or running shell just to participate and um so it was kind of sad news you know hearing about them canceling uh for 2018 and um 
and they, you know, they mentioned a lot of it was going to be due to construction, and a lot of that was kind of like, well, you know, everybody was thinking Star Wars Land is kind of weird because it's they're doing the construction in the back, and you know what what could that have done? Then like a week later, uh, they they announced uh, just recently about the uh, the new hotel that's going to be coming, and the placement of it like right at the end of downtown Disney. So I guess that kind of makes sense with the construction, but. I don't know you, you have different thoughts on what they could have done or um, on that wise. So if you, uh, feel free to share that. <clears throat> so the, the the original announcement about the hotel, they were talking about how they were going to put it basically in the valet parking area of uh, the Disneyland hotel, which always seemed a little small for a four star, five star, whatever whatever it is hotel. Um, and then when they announced that construction i i actually understood that it, it meant that it was the hotel construction that was affecting it but I, it didn't really make sense you know because it's it's a fairly small area and and even if they were going to be taking over other parts of the parking lot uh for storage of materials and all that kind of stuff it, it still seemed like they could work around it but now now that you see just how big it is i mean they're taking the whole west end from the monorail legos area all the way back to Disneyland Hotel, and that's all going to be part of this new hotel complex too. You know, that's that's pretty big. That's that's a pretty big affected area. Um, they're obviously gobbling up. Also, with that announcement, they're gobbling up the Pinocchio parking lot, um, and I forget the name of the other parking lot, but it's the one behind Paradise Pier. Uh, both of those are going to start immediate construction uh, because the Eastern Gateway has been officially canceled now too, yeah. and. Disneyland needs parking. Yeah, I mean, there's no one that's going to argue that they don't need it. And so, you know, Disney looked at their options, uh, you know, what they're facing with time constraints, with uh, the city and everything else. And the option they went for was, you know, those two existing parking lots to make them into multi-story parking structures. So, you know, that cuts out a lot of their different options for being able to do these races. Um, you know, like they've had times when the you know the main Disneyland parking lot wasn't available and they ended up doing the finish line over behind Paradise Pier but you know that's not an option now so then they have to start looking at well do we finish the race down at Pixar parking do we take over uh, you know the the cast member parking um, you know there's options I'm sure they they may have even looked at like can we start the race at Angel Stadium and finish it there you know um, that was one of the ideas I was thinking about but then again they have to be able to clear the, the actual Disneyland parks uh, so they can open them on time and, and can you start a race from there and get people up to the park and clear out of them before that without having an impact um, and, and it's like I've, I've made this comment several times now you know Disney as a company has the most imaginative people in the world and they couldn't come up with something if if they yeah. couldn't come up with it either they didn't give the right people the challenge or there is no solution it, it's one or the other um, I'm really sad to see the races go um, I'm hoping it's only temporary they didn't make any announcement that you know like well after the construction we'll revisit it they didn't even say that so who knows but I, I would hope that they would bring them back because like you said they got a lot of people who otherwise wouldn't do any kind of running walking or anything they got them up and and participating which is why the medals have always been participation medals and not necessarily finish medals yeah um and the reason why i say that is if you get swept up you, you still get your medal so for participating because you you did do what the goal was which was to get up off the couch go out get ready for this event and go out there and try and you know those people went out there and did that and i know that's a big controversial subject too you yeah. probably don't want to get into right now but but you know it did get a lot of people up and i would hope that disney when this construction is is all completed um will revisit and hopefully bring the races back so that you know the people that are real racers can participate people like me who just enjoy the events can participate but more importantly those people who wouldn't otherwise get up actually get up and participate because like, like you said you know they've got the 5k the 10k the half marathon and at disney world they even have marathons um you know it, it's not about you know 
they, they obviously have time limits. They have to have time limits because you have to get the streets back open and stuff. But, you know, if you get out there and you really put in a hard charge, good walk, you're going to finish in time and you're going to get to participate in this whole thing and you're going to get some great exercise. So I, I really hope they do revisit it and bring them back. Oh, yeah, me too, definitely. And uh, and when you say, like, Disney's got, some, you know, the smartest people in these certain positions, do you think they might have had a little bit of overconfidence in the Eastern Gateway project and was assuming it was going to get done before they canceled it? And then the whole surprise of it just really affect their decision and planning, and they had to hurry up and come up with, a, I guess, a solution for the, a new location of the hotel and different parking ideas or yeah well i think the hotel's always been where it's going to be um they just didn't kind of let everyone know just how big it was but the parking obviously is is something that's probably catching them a little off guard that they're having to revamp their parking decisions um you know there was always a rumor that behind paradise pier was supposed to be maybe a water park or something like that and because some some plumbing had allegedly been installed back there um, back in 2008 um, so I mean Disney Disney doesn't run as a company um, they, they don't decide today that they're going to build a parking lot unless okay. it's forced upon them they, you know they have their plans and they're they're planning years out in advance um, they, they know where they're going right now I'm sure you know I, I don't know I don't work for them but as a company you know I'm sure they know where they're going all the way out to you know 2021 2025 I'm sure I'm sure they have these long-range goals and this kind of kind of put a big damper on it um, and maybe that's why they haven't announced that they're coming back after the construction because maybe they are waiting to see how construction pans out and see if they can come up with a solution that they could bring them back earlier who knows um, you know again they have the smartest people in the world or you know cleverest people so you know, maybe they're waiting to see if they can figure something else out once they get construction going, but because they've been placed in this tight spot so quickly, they can't come up with a solution for Star Wars and Tinkerbell that quickly. So they've just basically said, you know what, we're going to write off 2018 and we'll start planning out for 2019 and see if we can come up with a solution. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm. This is totally hypothesis. I, I have no inside track on this. I, I don't know anyone that works for the company that works uh, on the races or anything like that. So, th you know, these are all just hypothetical. Um, but I would like to think that they're working towards bringing them back someday. Well, I would think so, too. And I like your idea of it starting at the uh, Angel Stadium because, uh, I mean, a lot of the main marathon is running through the stadium as it is. So, I mean, that would be a perfect place to, obviously, for people to park and everything. But I was wondering... Uh, yeah, just the, I know one of the big parts of the races are, are running through the parks, but it's like right now where the starting and finishing line was is right where the, all that construction is going. Do you think maybe they'd somehow be able to change, move the course around where they could do it, maybe like the finishing line, like in the middle of the Esplanade, or would that be, do you think that would contrast too much with people that are going to the parks like uh, during the, the regular operating hours or? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't see that as working. I mean, that's a pretty tight space, even just for the race running through there. Let alone having all the finishing and the finishing support facilities. True. Because um, yeah. if you think about it, you know, you've got the whole medical tent, you've got the whole uh, awards area, you've got the food area where they're, you know, providing you with snacks after the race. You've got the whole the big stage. Uh, you know, pick up, <laughs> pick up your stuff. The stage area, the resting area where you, you know, reunite with the family. You've got all those little booths on the side where you know you get your metal engraved and the massage people and all that stuff. So that that's a huge area. Yeah, true. Um, I, I, they they've got to have something there. The the only thing close that they might be able to use would be either you know one of their other parks uh, parking lots on the uh, east side, or you know maybe even all that land that they bought. Uh, you know, if it was flat, I don't believe it is right now. I think there's buildings on it, and they intend to use those buildings. But um, they they would have to finish someplace else, and they would probably have to start somewhere else. Although in theory, you know, you could start parking. Say say you put parking somewhere down at at Angel Stadium slash Honda Center. Um, had the parking there, bus everyone up to Disneyland, start the race there, 
and finish it at Angel Stadium out in the main parking lot where they would have the space to be able to do all that. So that, that could be another option that I hadn't thought of until just now, that if they set up the parking near the finish line wherever they decide to do that, like I said, at Angel or something, yeah. um, and then just bus everyone up to Disneyland, have it start out on that street, because that street will, will still be there. They, they need that street uh, for people to be able to access the California Grand and Paradise Pier and Disneyland and all that stuff. So that street's still going to be there. They could start the race there, have it run out to wherever it is they're going to do, and then have it finish wherever they set up satellite parking. So and that's that, something that they do in Florida, something. right? They they actually bus people to and from parking there, anyways. I right, I think. Or... So like the first Star Wars I ran, uh, you we bust out. Uh, where did we bust out to? Oh, I think we bust out to the ESPN zone, and we finished at the ESPN zone. Uh, this time, uh, this last year or, or 2017, this year, uh, we actually started there at the. Magic Kingdom parking lot. Um, I guess it would be the I'm not sure the West End that the closest to where traffic enters. Um, so everyone from anywhere across the resort had to bus monorail or whatever to that location, and they ran and they finished uh, down at uh, I believe we finished at ESPN again, and then we had to bus back. So, but then again, you're all on property there. They have that bus facility already set up disney really doesn't have that so they would have to contract someone to do that um and you know that 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 could be a whole that could be part of why they're delaying i mean maybe they're trying to figure something out like that and you know those type of things take time to work through and contract a company and you know agree on pricing agree on how it's going to be run and all that stuff whereas at disney world they do that kind of stuff all the time and and uh, like when the original uh, Star Wars Dark Side started, it, it wasn't really decided until basically November, December, and April they had the race going. And part of the reason they were able to do that was because they had all that infrastructure in place. It is mostly their property, and they're able to do that. Uh, Disneyland's completely different, you know, animal there. They yeah. <laughs> they have to deal with cities, and they have to deal with you know hiring a bus company and and. Yes, I, I know the bus company at Walt Disney World is a private contractor, but it's someone they're set up with. They have a, a you know a long-term arrangement with, where you know at Disneyland, they have a small agreement with a bus line for the airports and stuff, but beyond that, they don't really have a large-scale agreement with hundreds of buses available for them to use. Yeah, well, uh, it's just kind of, I know, pretty frustrating for some people because I was really hoping to run in the... Uh, you know, like, and you too, like the Star Wars race in January, and um, I know friends that also do the Tinkerbell, and now I'm just looking at the website now for the hotel, and it says that uh, they're not going to start working until uh, the ground, they won't break ground on the, on the construction until the summer. So it's like, oh, they could have snuck in just the two races right, right there, but, oh well. <laughs> well, like you said, hopefully yeah. the... Uh, you know they'll they'll figure something out once construction starts and if they if they got to alternate you know starting and finishing uh, lines off property but enough where you can still run you know inside the parks which you know is a big part of the uh, whole experience of it. Yeah, and and like I said, I, I like I I hope they're working on that. You know, they they have their race director and all that stuff. They still have Run Disney and you know hopefully they're they're thinking through all this and seeing if they could come up with an earlier solution which may explain why they didn't announce when they would be bringing it back but then again you can you can play devil's advocate and say you know they're done with the races and that's why they didn't announce so i mean it could go either way well only time is going to tell at this point yeah and i guess uh, on this their, side their is. yeah and i guess us over here on this side of the country at least we got the the virtual races i mean it, it's not as fun but i guess that's pretty cool still that they offer that but i know a lot of people are bummed they can't get the coast to coast medals now and, um, right so all the big, coast coast yeah. the kessel run are gone for now um so you, you can only get the actual race medals and and then people you know like uh like becky over at nostalgia you know she's a legacy runner for tinkerbell how is that going to affect her status if, if they do bring the races back will it just be you know basically grandfathered that you come back 
um, you know, people like me who ran every single Star Wars race and we were coming up for legacy status, yeah. you know, will that continue? Um, you know, there's rumors floating around that part of the reason they canceled it is because they're just going to go straight marathons with these. You know, how is that going to affect people participating? Because, you know, are, are they not going to offer the halves? Or are they really going to offer a marathon? So, you know, there's still lots of rumors floating around out there. And it's going to be interesting to see what the truth finally is once it all pans out. Well, hopefully they don't, they don't leave people in the dark too long because, as I know, I know uh, um, a lot of people are really involved in just not 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 just the run races itself, but like any other uh, Disney fandom. There's a big community for racers and runners, um, so I know that's been affected. So, but yeah, hopefully they'll yeah, and, come and back soon. So. And that would, if I if I did have any criticism, that would be the one. You know, I understand things happen, and you know, obviously, I'm disappointed the race ha ha is canceled. I'm delighted at what they're going to be building there. I think it's going to be fantastic once it's completed. You know, I'm disappointed that Earl's sandwich is going to be gone, but maybe it might be coming back as a restaurant inside the hotel. You know, there's a lot of excitement and ups and downs. But the the one thing is, I would have liked to have seen a little more communication with guests i mean we got left hanging for so long and all it said on the web page was you know registration has been suspended come back yeah you know it, it would have been nice if they said hey look we you know we're, we're we have some issues you know and at least let people have a, a sense of which way this might have been going instead of hey we're dangling this carrot we're dangling this carrot oh no it's canceled you've got two months you know two months before we're canceling it sorry so, you know, if, if they had proceeded, you know, a lot of people would have been scrambling to get hotels and flights. And then people like me are, are working on canceling all of those uh, reservations now. Um, so it, it just I, I would have liked to have seen a little better communications. If I had any criticism, that that would be it. But as far as the rest of it, I'm, I'm good with it. You know, they're a company. They have to look out for their interests, first of all. And second of all. You know they're bringing some fantastic stuff in so yeah. you know i can't complain everyone wants the park expanded everyone wants more parking everyone you know that that there's got to be give and take there you know you got it's like everyone that was complaining about when they were redoing uh dca and the dca 2.0 you know everyone was complaining about the construction but everyone was complaining about how boring it was before exactly. so you know what <laughs> you, you can't can't eat your cake and have it too you got you gotta you gotta you know take a little and give a little exactly and you know now dca is a great park it's fun you can spend all day there so um yeah great point there and uh, kind of going back to the new hotel um like you, you kind of mentioned your initial thoughts on like earl of sandwich uh, i i yeah I, I'm, I'm the same way I, I love that place and i i kind of feel and i'm hoping that they somehow incorporate like the uh keep keep the earl of sandwich and maybe the movie theater uh as part of the hotel and even like ESPN, even if they got a downsize ESPN, but still make it kind of like a sports bar restaurant. But, uh, when, when you finally heard the, the, the main details of, of the new hotel being, was it like 7,000 room four diamond, uh, and the location, what, what were your thoughts? You, you said you're pretty excited about that. Yeah, it looks great. You know, I'm a little concerned about, um, you know, during construction is obviously going to be a major, inconvenience shall we say yeah um I, i'm really curious how they're going to be getting guests from disneyland hotel paradise pier and the hotels that are on the west side um through the construction zone i'm i'm you know obviously they're going to be building temporary routes here temporary routes there and that that's totally understandable but the two of the major security checkpoints are over there so that means they have to semi-relocate those so how are they going to handle all that security checkpoint now? Are they going to move it all down to, uh, you know, they're near the monorail station and they'll have paths going through construction to there. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how they work all that out. So, you know, it's, it's going to be inconvenient. It probably will affect my decision making as far as hotels I stay at. Do I want to stay over there or will I stay on the east side if I can, you know, in order to avoid all that? Um, one of my favorite, you know, Best Western Stovals over there on the on the west side. Um, uh, but I'm also a vacation club member, which is part of the Grand. 
and if I go there, then we'll just be using the Grand's entrance. So it, it all that's you know going to be interesting, but yeah, you know, there's going to be a lot of neat stuff over there once they complete all that. You know, I have two brand new parking structures. You're going to have a huge hotel. Um, I don't know what the plan is for the theater if if there would be room in the hotel, but they did indicate in their story that some of the stores, such as Earl of Sandwich and um, Rainforest, uh, might have the opportunity to open. Uh, their business is back up inside the hotel, which would be nice. So, I, yeah, because I I, uh, I zoomed in on the picture or the, the the rendering that they showed, and it looked like like the whole, I guess the street level, uh, of the uh, where the hotel is, it, it looked like they're going to be like still like shops and uh, hopefully restaurants and stuff. So, but yeah, my my big concern was, am I going to have to do a total detour to uh, walk to Trader Sam's because. <laughs> That was like blocking the, the main entrance to the hotel. And <laughs> I don't want to. Oh yeah, because see, all that's going to be affected. All the people that go to Trader Sam's all the time, and uh, you know, Steakhouse Fifty Five and Goofy's Kitchen. You know, all of those people who aren't necessarily staying on the west side but go over to the west side for various things are going to be affected. So you know, yeah, I, I, and I'm sure they've they, they've done construction for years. They know how to work through these things. Oh yeah. Um, but I just think about when they were doing the construction in DCA and, you know, sometimes it got to be a, a little bit of a pain because the traffic would back up. It, you know, you, you get the, the non-thoughtful guest who, uh, you know, stops right in the middle of the walkway and they stop four abreast with their stroller and, you know, no one else can move. You know, um, I would hope they would build these walkways, big, you know, big enough to help accommodate some of that and keep cast members out there. Because uh, sometimes they didn't always have cast members out there to ask those people, hey, uh, can you step aside and let everyone else? Instead, everything would just start to back up. And, you know, finally when someone would say, hey, uh, can we get by, please? You know, hey, yeah, excuse exactly. me. <laughs> so, you know, hopefully people will be, be thoughtful about that, not just stop for a breast to make a phone call. You know, it, it, we've all experienced that at the park and stuff like that. You're, you know, walking through a, a narrow narrower area at Disneyland and, you know, People just suddenly stop, you know, and it's like, step, come on, let's be polite and step aside. Exactly. So I'm, I'm sure we're going to have some growing pains. You know, it's going to happen, and we'll just have to all be patient and work our way through it. But what, like, but like you said, once it's all done, I mean, it's going to be a beautiful hotel, and the whole area is just going to be pretty awesome. So. Uh, yeah, and, and it should be interesting because with the hotel pushing down to the monorail station where is security going to be now is it going to be is the whole hotel going to be the security zone because in those in those pictures they don't actually show a security checkpoint yeah at least not not that i recall so it is where's that where's those security checkpoints going to be now um for for getting in you know yeah, that, it's hard that to should make be out which like some of the side entrances are going to be or uh, some of that stuff Knowing that it's Disney, I'm sure they'll they'll sneak them in there somewhere. Ah, <laughs> uh, they ha they have to, yeah. you know. I mean, yes, yes, security is one of their big concerns, so oh, yeah. I'm sure they're gonna gonna take care of all that. And they've done so, a great yeah, job just with it up, recently too, I think. So, they just brought up the picture, and I don't like I said, I, I <clears throat> hadn't specifically looked, but in this case, you know what? Actually, there is a kind of where the this current security checkpoint is there's this big area with a covering and everything that could be a that could be a security checkpoint there that would put the new hotel inside the security but oh, i can see that now yeah that's yeah i wonder i mean it's pretty interesting huh. yeah it, lo it looks like they're redoing the monorail station and making it part of the hotel so yeah i mean i'm sure they've got this all planned out they don't just do things haphazard yeah, and I guess, you know, at, when we were at the uh, parks and resort uh, presentation at D23, they weren't quite ready to announce all this stuff yet because there's very little uh, Disneyland Resort news, but it's starting to slowly uh, come out now, So, um, which is always exciting. In, anytime you hear about the resort expanding or adding and getting bigger is always exciting news, And but what comes with expansion comes construction, so uh, it's just a matter of, like you said, being patient. But being excited at the same time, and you know, our 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 Imagineers, they they know what they're doing, and 
you know they're they're the best in the biz so it's really exciting to see what's coming up in the future uh, for sure oh yeah i'm very i'm very excited to see what's going to happen here you know and, and you've got all these people that are that are uh you know there's there's the naysayers there's the supers you know uh you know everything's you know lollipops in the sky but you know it it's gonna work out people just need to give it time and and disney will work through it uh unfortunately like i said you know we're gonna have to probably put up with some major inconveniences for a while um you know having to travel all the way to uh to uh walt disney world to get my earl of sandwich fix every year you know that's gonna be a pain but hey you know i'll suffer through it and and make the trip (laughs) yeah I, i understand so well, thanks for uh, c- coming in with your uh, insight on both the uh, Run Disney and the new hotel. And um, before before I let you go, uh, you know we're, we're both going to uh, MouseCon here up in the uh, Bay Area um, this coming weekend. I was wondering, are, can, can you give us a little tease of what you got planned for uh, this uh, new fun convention? So I went last year, and uh, they had some issues last year where they lost their hotel that they were going to go to. They scrambled for a new one, and they kind of bootstrapped us into a, a – it's a very fine hotel, but it's not the biggest hotel in the world. Yeah. Um, this year, they're going to South San Francisco to, I believe, the convention center, something like that. Um, and it's supposed to be a very large uh, facility, lots of room. Uh, looking at the guest list – uh, they're having a lot of fantastic guests. Uh, it it kind of blows my mind seeing my picture up there with all these other people that are <laughs> that are coming. Yeah. But um, you know, like like John Ratzenberger, uh, you know, one of the famous faces from Pixar. Well, he's not a famous face, but famous voice yeah. from Pixar. <laughs> uh, famous famous uh, face from Cheers. Uh, but you know, he, there's all these great people that are going to be there. Um, I'm actually uh, going to be with uh, Josh Schaefer, uh, and he and I, we shared a booth down at uh, D23 along with the sweep spot down there. Uh, this time it's just going to be he and I. Uh, we'll each have a table side by side, and uh, should be should be fun. We always we had a good time down at D23 and should have a lot of fun here, uh, meeting people and talking and hopefully selling a couple books and signing a couple autographs. But, you know, we'll see. It'll be fun either way. Yeah, it's a, it's a great convention. This is the third year, and I've gone the previous two years also. So um, I'm looking really forward to it. I'll, I'll be recording little gorilla-style interviews uh, at MouseCon, and um, I'm definitely going to be hanging out with you because that's where all the cosplayers decide to hang out. At least they did at D23. So, <laughs> so I'm hoping we get that again uh, to some great uh, Bay Area, Northern California cosplayers. So uh, once again, Russ, yeah. uh, look forward to seeing you at MouseCon, and uh, thanks for... Uh, joining us over here again and uh like i said you're always welcome anytime to come on the show well thank you again for having me on so once again i'd like to thank russell flores for joining us on our show this month um giving us his opinions on the uh cancellations of the run disney and the run hotel coming up and um yeah so into the conversation i forgot to have him give his information so, if you'd like to follow him, which I highly recommend, uh, check out his uh, Instagram page, Seen Unseen Disneyland, where he takes uh, lots of great pictures of either Disney trips or anything Disney-related, uh, regular daily routines. Um, check out Facebook, uh, Seen Unseen Disneyland, where he posts a lot of his updates on either his signings or events that he's going to be at. Uh, such as the uh, upcoming uh, MouseCon. And uh, if you'd like to order his books, uh, c in Disneyland, and more c in Disneyland, check out sudbooks.ecwid.com. And uh, that's probably the best place to <clears throat> order those. And he'll uh, get those signed for you, too. And uh, speaking of MouseCon, uh, we will both be there uh, this Sunday, November 5th. Uh, I'm not sure. It's, I think it's like goes from... 10 to 6, or maybe a little bit longer, but um, it's a great convention. Uh, they're in a bigger venue this year, so uh, a lot of, lot more people coming, and they got, they got a lot of great guests, vendors, and they will have some pretty good presentations, so check out MouseCon, ah, excuse me, MouseCon uh, on Facebook, and uh, you'll have the full uh, layout of their, uh, what they got planned for the day, and um, also 
so you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr. All you got to do is just type in uh, Disney Universe Podcast um, on most of those and uh, you'll be able to find us. So I do a lot more posts on Instagram, but still do a lot of tweeting and here and there and more, more retweets just to uh, build a community and uh, post a lot of stuff on Facebook here and there. I haven't much on uh, Tumblr much, but uh, maybe I'll I get back to that. And if you want to talk to us, leave a comment, leave a voicemail, anything, go ahead and uh, email us at uh, DisneyUniversePod at gmail.com. Uh, we're also selling shirts at TeePublic, so we got our, right now we got our regular Stranger Things style in the Disney universe. So uh, that's pretty cool. I like that. So Stranger Things just recently started up again. And uh, what I really wanted to do uh, this month was uh, talk about a little bit of Halloween time at Disney World. Uh, but like all those, we had scheduling conflicts and we weren't able to really get down to it and uh, uh, meet up. So uh, being that it, you know, Halloween is a Disneyland Halloween time uh, trip report. I figured I'd, I'd leave you guys with a couple of spring uh, hits and uh, finish that off with the uh, full ride through of the convention uh, at Disneyland. So we'll see you next week. Shadow on the moon at night, filling your dreams to the brim with fright. This is 
Hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. Welcome, foolish mortals, to the haunted mansion. I am your host, your ghost host. <laughs> Kindly step all the way in, please, and make room for everyone. There's no turning back now. Our tour begins here in this gallery, where you see paintings of some of our guests as they appeared in their corruptible mortal state. Your cadaverous pallor betrays an aura of foreboding, almost as though you sense a disquieting metamorphosis. Is this haunted room actually stretching? Or is it your imagination? Hmm? And consider this dismaying observation. This chamber has no windows and no doors. <laughs> which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. <laughs> of course, there's always my way. frighten you prematurely. <laughs> the real chills come later. Now, as they say, look alive, and we'll continue our little tour. And let's all stay together, please. There are several prominent ghosts who have retired here from creepy old crypts all over the world. Actually, we have 999 happy haunts here, but there's room for a thousand. Any volunteers? <laughs> if you insist on lagging behind, you may not need to volunteer. And now, a carriage approaches to take you into the boundless realm of the supernatural. Take your loved ones by the hand, please, and kindly watch your step. Oh, yes, and no flash pictures, please. <laughs> <laughs> 
We spirits are frightfully sensitive to bright lights. Do not pull down on the safety bar, please. I will lower it for you. And heed this warning. The spirits will materialize only if you remain quietly seated at all times. We find it delightfully unlivable here in this ghostly retreat. Every room has wall-to-wall -wall creeps and hot and cold running chills. Shh, listen. All our ghosts have been dying to meet you. This one can hardly contain himself. <laughs> Unfortunately, they all seem to have trouble getting through. Perhaps Madame Leota can establish contact. She has a remarkable head for materializing. The disembodied. Serpents and spiders, tail of a rat, call in the spirits wherever they're at. Rap on a table. It's time to respond. Send us a message from somewhere beyond. Goblins and ghoulies from last Halloween. Awaken the spirits with your tambourine. Creepies and crawlies, toads in a pond. Let there be music from regions beyond. Wizards and witches, wherever you dwell, give us a hint by ringing a bell. The happy haunts have received your sympathetic vibrations and are beginning to materialize. They're assembling for a swinging wake, and they'll be expecting me. I'll see you all a little later.
Creek and the tombstones quake. Spooks from Mockford swing and wake. Happy haunts materialize. And begin to vocalize. Grim, gritty ghosts come out to socialize. Now don't close your eyes and don't try to hide. Or a silly spook may sit by your side. Shrouded in a dark disguise. They pretend to terrorize. As the moon climbs high over the dead oak tree, spooks arrive for the midnight spree. Creepy creeps with eerie eyes start to shriek and harmonize. Grim, gritty ghosts start to socialize. When you hear the knell of a requiem bell, weird ghosts name where spirits dwell. Restless bones etherealize. Wise as spooks of every size. <laughs> Those creak and the tombstones quake. Happy haunts materialize. And don't try to hide. Just in time, there's a little matter I forgot to mention. Beware of hitchhiking ghosts. <laughs> they have selected you to fill our quota, and they'll haunt you until you return. Now I will raise the safety bar, and a ghost will follow you home. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> 